It's time for the Drunk Tank Podcast. Hey, everyone. It's time for the Drunk <laughs> hey, Tank Podcast. Hey. How's What's... everyone doing? Pretty good now, man. USA just won. Yeah, we Dude, did. what a perfect segue into the funny thing I want to talk about oh, yeah? this week. Oh, you're going to make fun of me, aren't you? Hey, by the hey, way. Before yeah. we get started, i got something i got to talk about real fast. Thank I'm, you. Yeah, what's up? This what? is our first enhanced podcast that we're doing. Enhanced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's what they call it. We enhanced. switched our setup. Uh, so uh, if you have, I guess, like iTunes, or most, most media players can do this, where we will have a link dump with images and links that go along as we talk about stuff. Uh, and we're changing the recording format. We'll continue to offer an MP3 in the link dump like we always have for uh, people who still have, you know, I don't know, ancient MP3 players or yeah, old computers, yeah. but sure. we're, uh, we're we're trying this out. It's uh, it's a little different, and hopefully people like it. I got to say, I'm impressed with you uh, actually taking the initiative and doing more work for making more work for yourself, Gus. That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I I got to say, I for one think Gus works hard all the time, and I don't understand the comments. See, that's 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 what I'm going for. Okay, that's good. I think I think someone's about to get edited out of the podcast. <laughs> I was saying, if someone said, hey, who would uh, make something more difficult for themselves in the office? <laughs> you would probably be the last on my list. Of yeah, but who's who going to be the person embracing technology and trying to push things okay. forward? Okay, that's true. You have a point there. He wants to improve the customer and user experience. Yeah, I think I think people enjoy it. It seems uh, it seems cool. And I'm going to I'm gonna get very tired of it very quickly, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see, though. All, All right, right, so what was the funny thing you were talking about, Go ahead, Jeff. Make fun of me. Okay, so I just... Uh, I w- <laughs> Sorry, Bernie. I can hear Bernie in the other room. I... Uh, have been getting updates from Jack all morning on the World Cup score and what's going on. Not then I got I got Jack and I caught Jack and Brandon having an argument over World Cup soccer rules. By the way, Bernie just joined us, which is right. kind of yet. hilarious, especially considering we had a conversation. And I don't want to get sportsy because you know people don't like sports; they hate it. Uh, but uh, so this is more just about making fun of Jack. But I just think uh, we had a conversation with Jack about three weeks ago where you and I were talking about how excited we were for the World Cup. Yeah. And Jack was explaining to us that soccer is boring, and he doesn't understand how anybody can watch it. I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, he no, did. I, I believe those were your exact words. No. Yeah, you remember that, right, Gus? Yes. And you were like, "I just don't get it." And Gus and I are like, "It's exciting and it's fun. How can you not get into it?" And uh, now he is the world's biggest soccer fan. No, <laughs> to, not to at the all. point where he he understands the in- intricacies of all the rules. Dude, I played soccer when I was a kid. I know this stuff. I know what offsides means. <laughs> the, the, the argument was if if the line, basically if someone is next to a defender. And the ball crosses, like if they're tied for it, uh, Brandon was saying that's offsides, and I was saying it wasn't offsides. Like the tie goes to the runner. It's like it's not offsides. Guys, am I going to be the one that points out that the surveys essentially said one thing? That they don't <laughs> no, like that's what I'm saying. I don't want to talk like about we... sports. You, well, you I'm started talking, talking about, about sports. I'm talking about Jack jumping on bandwagons. About no, oh, fuck you. <laughs> that's all I wanted to point out is that I. It's very funny how excited and big. Sides. I think I specifically just heard that. Did you, well, that was that's Jack talking about sports because you brought it up. I'm not talking about you brought the, up sports. I brought up you being an idiot. You brought up me being an idiot about sports. Idiots about sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, have there been any major coaching changes this World Cup? Yeah, let's, <laughs> that. let's talk about the French team. So it's uh, episode ten of uh, Red vs Blue just came out this past Monday. Yeah, I'm a little dull. C- congratulations. Today. Yeah, good job, Mr. Man. Burns. Yeah, what an episode. We had a lot of fun making it. A lot, literally a lot of fun because it was a ton of hours. Yeah. When did you start working on that episode? Um, you mean, well, I mean. Months ago. If you you go back to scripting, it's a long, long time ago. But then if you go back to when we started working on shots for it, yeah, yeah, it was a very, very long time ago. And then there's 
um, you know, getting all the animation done, and then there's this last stage, which is the make it look like the game stage, which takes a very long time. There were some shots that I had. We were dropping in shots on the last day that I had version 13 of Jeez. one shot, and there were about 65 shots that were insert shots in that. So, Was Monty already working on that fight scene when he was still working on the stuff in episode 3 and 4? He was. He did the – because we were talking about Foundry and we were kicking around ideas. I should probably drag Monty in here for a discussion about this, but he's – you know, he, he works such odd hours. Um, yeah, the we were talking about Foundry. We were talking about the teleporters, and we were yeah. like kicking around ideas for – uh, you know, crazy stuff that we could do for the teleporters. And the very first shot he made was the one where she just wails on Griff. Yeah, like, I remember where that. she, like, uses his head like a speed bag and then kicks him because that's when the first teleporter falls on Griff. So that could have been six months ago. It probably could have been. It could have been back in April, I would say, for sure, was we had some of that stuff. Yeah. I'd say April, probably. Okay. Cause it, no, it, well, March, because April 1st we were showing stuff at PAX, and he was already kind of working on stuff for episode 10. And, you know, he's already working on other, other stuff, stuff. <laughs> uh, already. Episode 11. And he, he was doing that while while the rest – it's like a team that follows Monty. He does the animation stuff, and then it's Nathan, Matt, and now Brandon that follow Monty and then, you know, do a lot of color work and just rendering. Um, and, you know, think about four guys following one guy, essentially. That, that That's just a ton of work to do. A lot of progress bars involved with that. And uh, so, anyway, so it was fun. We had a lot of fun. I thought the episode turned out great, and we're getting lots and lots of great comments about it, which makes me very happy. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of super positive feedback. It's been great. Yeah, it's really cool to, to be in the eighth year of something and then be turning out stuff that some people consider to be the best episode. I think it's the best episode. Seen. So makes me really happy. <laughs> Maybe we were talking about, uh, you and I, Jeff, about... When we some of the episodes we worked on in season one and how we were so proud of them, it's like episode ten of season one we used to talk about forever is being epic, <laughs> and I think it was five minutes and ten seconds long, and it was the longest episode we could ever make five minutes in one week, and, and now it's and it like, had a really complicated long well, shot in the, it. The yeah. technology's advanced; our computers are faster. And we've got a new Xbox and new games. In, the- <laughs> in theory, we have a new Xbox. <laughs> and remember how much action it had? I think it was Tech shot one person. Yeah. <laughs> and then beat somebody up. But we did have the good gag about beating the guy to death with a skull, which I've always liked. So it's nice to have, a, like, a replacement favorite episode for that now, though. <laughs> so I had fun. I'm glad. And I really want to thank this, everybody for all the nice comments they've been sending about this, it. This is our new episode 10 to replace our old episode 10. We don't. She was supposed to show up, actually, in episode 9. Like she knocks down that door in episode 9. But I specifically pushed it to 10 because episode 10 is kind of like a text episode. That's when she was first introduced. And if you look back to the series, episode 10 is usually where text shows up. Yeah, it was real weird. It's, re- it's really weird. Yeah, pacing the way it works. So know? we've had four episode 10s in our, I guess, our canon. I wonder how many times text appears in those four episodes. I think if you look at, like, season three, uh, season two and season three... The tenth episode. Yeah, yeah. look in there. It's like ten is a ten is a big number for text for some reason. So. It's all it's almost spelled the same. It's just one letter off. Yeah, almost Gus. Very close. But I'm I'm like I'm I feel like jet lagged because I'm all screwed up. Yeah. My was it circadian rhythm or is that locust? <laughs> what is it? What's the thing when you sleep? It's circadian rhythm. Yeah. My biorhythm. Your wife would know about all that crap. Yeah, she would. You have, uh, yeah, I know you sleep really weird hours, and you have a cot here in one of the closets. And <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed by that. I'm, I'm, I'm always hesitant to walk into that closet when the door's closed. I'm like, is someone asleep in there? Can I get, yeah. I, I, I really need a pen. I know. When I walk in every morning at like 8.15 or whatever, it's always like, is Bernie in the closet? I don't want to look in and wake him up if he is, because I know he's probably, you know, exhausted. Yeah, right. 
but I also don't want to like play my music too loud and keep them awake. So I'm always like looking around the office for signs that Bernie's here. <laughs> like, is there a plate with half-eaten food on it? Bernie's probably here. <laughs> is, there, is there a trail of, ha- of Coke cans missing one yeah. sip leading up to is the there closet? Like, is there like one sock in the middle of the floor for no reason? <laughs> if so, Bernie's here. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I think you're making fun of me. I, you guys got Duvel beer? You, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I drink. I have a bad habit of. I think it's just scatterbrainedness where I don't know it's my Coke, and I'm also skeeved out by other people. So I end up drinking four sips out of a Coke and then just leaving it there. Even if it's my. I know it's my Coke. You, you can go through a 12 pack and not drink. <laughs> between the 12 Cokes, not drink one entire Coke. <laughs> yeah, well. That's pretty impressive. You know, I'm trying to cut back, I'm trying to show a little moderation, I guess. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm very. My short-term memory is very bad. Like my immediate, immediate short-term memory. I don't catalog useless facts away, like people's <laughs> names <laughs> and, and which Coke is mine. So, are we doing the fancy dancy new podcast format? Today? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, our first one. I feel obligated to talk about something cool like the iPhone babes. Yeah. <laughs> or so uh, Kim Kardashian's looking nice. Yeah, yeah please let's, let's change the subject as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. Get all get all those links changed. So thought, you said that the um, the links now work when you're listening to the podcast on iPhone OS four, right? Yeah, they didn't work when I tested earlier in the day on three, and then I upgraded, and sure enough, they worked. Yeah, before it would just swap the album art. But now it actually has links that work. It has a little button that comes up that says info with that little eye in the circle on it. And if you click that, it then loads up Safari while pod, the podcast keeps playing and it takes you to the web page. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm, I really like it a lot. I don't know if anyone who's listening to the podcast is all that jazzed about the new format. I think it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen personally. Did you have any problems with iOS 4? No, I waited to upgrade. I'm I'm done with first yeah, day I, upgrades. I, I decided to be dumb and I tried to upgrade as soon as possible. I was like trying to download it the second it came out. How to go for it? it. Uh, no problems. It went real smooth. It took forever to download. It took about two hours to download. But I did have a problem. I had my first problem upgrading an iPhone. It wasn't a big deal, but uh, I have a 3G, not a 3GS. Oh shit! So, so apparently like, there's a there's a bug where if you upgrade the phone or the OS tier 3G, it doesn't it doesn't apply the upgrade until you restore. So it took, it took me fucking forever to have to do it. Like, I had to upgrade, download, upgrade, and then I just didn't have version 4. And then I had to restore, and then that, like, unlocked it. So if you have a 3G, what, what's the point of upgrading? You don't get any of the cool features, do you? you? Get folders mm. and uh, get the enhanced background. search. you have the background image now? No. no you don't get the background oh, on really? the 3G. I nope. get the playlists and uh, the photo zoom. Mm. So a little bit of stuff. And it really is no point because I'm going to buy a 4G as soon as I get back from the UK. A 4 a 4, sorry. I'm going to buy an iPhone 4 as soon as I get back from the UK, so that's like two weeks from now. Bernie, are you getting a new 4G or 4th gen? Yeah, I've already ordered mine. Brandon fucked me over, though, on day <laughs> one and, like, suggested all these things to me that screwed me up. And uh, so I didn't get in the first round, and mine will get here by July 14th, it says. Yeah, same here. I was uh, all out of whack because I was in L.A. at E3, and uh, I missed it. <laughs> and so now if I ordered one, it would come while I'm on vacation, so there's no point in that. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing about your Xbox. Well, <laughs> man, God damn it. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all were at the uh, Microsoft keynote during the we were, yeah, last, they, they, last they, Monday, we were at the Microsoft keynote. They gave a, they gave a new Xbox to everyone there, right? Everybody like, there. When you, when you walked out, did they just hand it to you? No, they mail it to you. That way you don't have to ship it back on the plane or anything. How do they mail it? Is it like Pony Express? Is, yeah. it, coming on, is it coming on the steam train? There's three pigeons carrying Apparently, it. Apparently, <laughs> Kevin Costner as the postman is going to hand deliver it to us. So... Maybe it's a digital download. 
You have to have one of those printers. <laughs> super, super fucking nice of Microsoft to give us, uh, yeah. give us the new Xbox. Yeah, someday. <laughs> this, is yeah. Great, this is a great conversation. My new Xbox, my new free Xbox, is even faster. <laughs> yeah, no, we sound so horrible. Yeah. Freaking Carrie walked in the back room yesterday. Goes, hey guys, and we had an Xbox. I go, oh no, I just went and bought this. I was like, mother. mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I put up. I I went to Best Buy. Jeff's been waiting to get his Xbox and Jeff or Jack too. Uh, Gus, you said in the test that they're like dogs, like Pavlovian yeah, dogs. Right. Every time the door- doorbell rings. Jack and Jeff in the front room, like, what? <laughs> it's like we're going for a walk. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it was funny. Like I went to Best Buy, and they literally had a stack of about fifty of these things just stacked up in the Best Buy. And so I took a picture out of my iPhone, and I just sent it out, out to everybody, <laughs> saying, "Hey, does, <laughs> hey, look how many Best Buy has. Does anybody want one?" And sure enough, the first text that comes back was Jeff going, "God damn it." <laughs> But I, I got it, and uh, I, actually, I actually haven't hooked it up yet. I, oh, really? Yeah. I got it because I was hoping it would just be the quieter version, and it's an Xbox I have to get. Yeah, when so. Carrie got his yesterday, we uh, we plugged it in because I wanted to see, and I, I could not hear it in our office while it was on. Wow. And uh, it has, like, half the power consumption of a current, three, or of an old 360, I should say. That's pretty cool. And what you discovered something else cool about the power consumption is that it doesn't draw right. when it's not on anymore. It doesn't have, like, a final oh, wow. power draw. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. What do they call those vampires? Or fan- they call them phantom? Uh, I th- you're right. I think it's vampire. Yeah. They d- yeah. Stuff that, like, if there's a DC converter for more like most electronics, there's a whole component of your electrical usage that you don't realize is stuff that's not even on just sits there and sucks a little bit of power. And uh, it, can, it can add up, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I would wonder if we looked at it, how cost-effective would it be over time for us to just replace all of our Xboxes? Yeah, I mean, between, like, a vampire, like you said, between that kind of draw and then just using less energy while it's on, on top of that, crazy. This building, though, where we've been for the last three years has made us absolutely paranoid about electricity, hasn't it, Gus? Yeah, I think <laughs> it really has. I think the engineers who are helping us with our new building are a little are going a little crazy because of all the questions we have and all the concerns we have. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? We must be like the like what people were like when they first got electricity. <laughs> how, does it, how does it work? <laughs> what is this magic? We've gone back. Like, Gus can tell you what everyone's desktop draws in amps. Not your just your computer, your whole setup. Yeah. Like, okay. Bernie's eight amps. I can also tell you, like, if you add a hard, you know an external hard drive, how much more that's going to increase. If you have an internal hard drive, how it's going to increase. You know, if you're rendering, how it's going to increase. You should not know that. <laughs> this is the closest you've ever been to being a green person. I know. It's like, I, I just don't want to trip breakers. I don't care. And Monty is the most energy efficient person in the company, right? Monergy. Yeah, Monergy. Monergy. <laughs> Monty is the most energy efficient. Who's, and the, who's the worst? worst? Joel and Bernie are neck and neck. Yeah. I think Joel is worse, I think typically, jo- though. Joel has, like, what, eight Xboxes set up with eight monitors? <laughs> he has four. X- they both have four Xboxes. The, where Joel has an edge, though, is he also has four, four computers on top of that. Nice. Right. He also has, correct me if I'm wrong, do different versions of the Xbox draw different amounts of power? Like, do debug right. kits draw more power? Right. Yeah. I so. bet we would see savings pretty quickly if you figure we have, what, between 12 and 15 Xboxes on 10 to 15 hours a day in this office mm-hmm. every day if we if we converted to all new ones? Yeah. We should, we should figure that out. piece of information I should clarify is that Joel has different Xboxes than normal retail boxes because he works on the commercials so he has to work on like pre-release games right like yeah. that, whereas i just work with halo release mm-hmm. games so just normal retail boxes with awesome stickers on them <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you know now that actually we have had have episode 10 out can i finally take jack to task 
for taking a picture of all my fucking controllers and putting it online. Please do. And revealing that Tex was going to be back in the series. Thanks it for was just controllers. That. It was just controllers. Way to go, Jack. Just color-coordinated controllers. Did anyone actually spot Tex in there? Uh, yeah. Well, do, you, no, do you think? <laughs> no, no, in the comments. <laughs> no, what, you, what the fuck do you think I'm talking about? Of course I'm talking about the goddamn comments. I'm going to check them now. <laughs> Jack, I feel guilty now for drawing you into this. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like comment number three. I think it was. I think it was instantaneously. Somebody said, well, I see a black controller. Guess who's coming back? That could have been anybody. <laughs> anybody who made the comment or anyone who would have the controller? Or anybody who took the picture and posted on fucking online? You know, um, to, for the launch of episode 10 the other day, we changed the uh, the site skin on redversusblue.com to like that uh, cracked visor, the, the text background. Yeah, the teaser image. Like that teaser image we had. And uh, someone left me a personal comment today that said, uh, hey, I really like that Lopez background. Is there any way we can get that back? <laughs> That's great. That's so good. <laughs> you know, um, have we have you talked about the survey yet today? No, we haven't. We had the thing, Jeff. I don't know if you've been – have you been reading the surveys? I've, I've uh, looked through it at Gus's desk a few times. There is a ton of them, and they are very – I want to thank everyone who's filled out a survey because they are super informative. But I actually saw one in there. Only one out of the whole thing. They have an open category where you can write your likes and dislikes about the podcast. Right. Um, people like you, by the way, Jeff. Really oh, like do they? Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, people. One of the dislikes, though, which we I haven't heard in regards to the podcast, but we hear all the time in Red vs. Blue, the thing they dislike about the podcast is they think that you and I have the same sounding voice. God damn it. I don't know how I'm so sick of that. hearing that. Yeah. I, I've actually, I, I, when I first started listening, or when I first started watching Red vs. Blue, I thought that a little bit, too. We get that all the time. The Griffin Church not alike, but I, I don't get it. I can't. I can't hear it. I, I, on occasion, I've heard it in in like a Red versus Blue episode, but it's, and it's, it's, it's rare. The annoying thing is, I, I guess there's something to it because I think both of our wives have mistaken us on the phone for each other on occasion. Only on the phone. Only on the phone. They <laughs> <laughs> got really awkward. Really no, fast, no comment. Didn't it? So I guess maybe we do sound alike. But yeah, if anyone wants to take it, I'm going to make sure to. Uh, Put the survey link back in the link dump again this week. Uh, couldn't hurt to have a few more. And what's the point of that survey, Gus? Um, so we can learn where all of our listeners are so that we can send them really cool stuff like free Xboxes. Oh, great. What? <laughs> is that what it is? No, did, no did, not, that's not what it's for. <laughs> to be better informed about uh, the things that they like and dislike about the podcast. Right. And uh, I mean, to learn. I mean, well, this is uh, all of the things, like some of the changes we're making right now are a direct result of the survey and some of the stuff, some of the feedback we've received. Like, that's how we learned about the enhanced podcast. And, right. Um, Listen, you guys, you guys are change. talking around this issue big time, aren't you? <laughs> and so hopefully we can go out there and maybe get a sponsor for the podcast. We'll see. The reason I'm, I'm talking around it is because who knows if one will even pop up and who knows if it will even be a good fit and who knows if it's something we'll even approach. Right. Or right. anybody who would want to sponsor a podcast where we talk about how hot girls can't have good sex. <laughs> <laughs> the guys have orgasms too fast. So we're, so. Cro- we're crossing fingers for Maybach, right? Brought to you by Hoover. Yeah, we should go back to our to our forced product placement of Lamborghini and Maybach. I wonder if I could uh, if we could get like banner ads to show up in the album artwork, you know, <laughs> like in the, in the lower in, thirds, in the, yeah, in the enhanced podcast portion. Some, something's got to support all the work you're doing on that stuff. I can't believe that Gus came up with a new format that's actually going to increase his workload. <laughs> Jack said exactly. the same thing. I defended Gus. Yeah, thank you. You did? What did you say? I said that I think Gus cares more about the customer and the user experience than he does about his own workload. Wow. Nice. And I said that I was just embracing technology and trying to move things forward. Did you come up with that right away? Or did you have to like, pull out an index card? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have notes written down. You know, you talked about mistaken identities with our wives mistaking us. For each other, or have done that in the past. 
you guys are married, Gus and Jeff. I want to bring up something that I did the other day that I'm kind of worried not, about. Not to each other. Not to each other, but to women, as I am. Yes. Married to a woman. And I made a mistake the other day, and I'm, I'm, it's kind of bugging me. I called my wife mom. What? Now, <laughs> now I have kids. I have kids. So it might have been just a weird thing, but I said, like, mom in a way that I haven't said mom in since I was, like, 18 or whatever. And what do you think that means? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That's that's so creepy, bro. That really worried me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't say it at an awkward moment or anything like that. I mean, like, there's definitely some times that it's worse to say it than other times. Like, you know, like, I think it was coming out, like, asking where something in the cupboard was. Like, hey, mom, where's the cookie crisp? <laughs> What's the worst? <laughs> that's and yes, terrible. I, I do eat cookie crisp. <laughs> See, I call, I call Griffin mommy sometimes, you know, but Mike, it's four. And it's never like, I don't know. It's usually like... Talking to Griffin through Millie and vice versa. No, I understand. Like you say, to the kids like, "Hey, where's mom?" Yeah. You know, like that. This wasn't that. Yeah, no, this was just <laughs> this like, was something else. Kids were in bed. You were... <laughs> this was. <laughs> I knew in my head it was different. What's the worst thing you've ever? What's the worst name you've ever called your wife? Oh, jeez. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, have you ever crazy. like, like for instance, early on in our relationship, I called Griffin my ex-wife's name during sex. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. That was a fuck up. Like, have you ever done anything that bad? No, I've never called your wife another name. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, Man, I don't a... think I've ever done that. I think I might have accidentally. Um, I think I might have accidentally almost started doing it, but she either she didn't catch it or she got away from it. It it was so I felt so bad about it, and it's just like you know I was married to that lady for nine years, so it was just like that name was very present in my head at all, all the time. Sure, no, that makes sense. I haven't said her name since then. I call her my ex-wife, or other words that aren't as polite, but I don't say her name out loud anymore because it freaks me out because of that incident. How did, so, so what was Griffin's reaction to that? Uh, it, Not positive? She, is it ongoing? <laughs> is it still going on to this day? She, I'll say that she handled it very well. She was very, very, very she was pissed and uh, annoyed, but um, she uh, she got over it pretty fast and I think she, she was very gracious about it. Really? Yeah. Because the way I would Imagine it would be like that would be the inspiration for episode ten, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> like, like an ass kicking all like seven the minutes house. of dick punching. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so no. no, I I don't think I've never I've never done that, and I've never done that in a in an awkward situation like yeah. that either. The only thing worse would have been to to call her mom at that point. Yeah, that's, that's probably the one time it's worse. I felt pretty fucking terrible about it though. How about you? I don't think I've ever done that. Nothing? Mm-mm. No mess-ups? It's, it's super easy when you've never dated anyone. Yeah, I was about to say, if you've only ever dated one woman. <laughs> it's, it's, okay, you got one name. That's you it. didn't, like, mess up and call her Princess Peach or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, call, I called her Laura Croft. <laughs> oh, no. Is that why Esther asked me who Cortana was the other day? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've been... You, I think I'm a nicer person than I have been in the past. Oh, absolutely. Although I feel the I feel the anger creeping back in sometimes. <laughs> but I went through a period like when I was working two jobs on uh, you know, doing the first few seasons of Red vs. Blue and working our day job. I had a really good day job before we did Red vs. Blue. And uh, I was very, very, very reluctant to leave it. And uh Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, and so um yeah, I got I got angry a lot back then. Like angry. So I was. I'm a nicer person now. Yeah, I got totally. You, you've come. You've come a long way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. You really so have. My very wonderful, nice, tolerant wife. I've called her meaner things than 
mom, mom, <laughs> in the past. And I certainly appreciate her putting up with my sorry ass for doing that kind of stuff. So, but. I think I think during that portion of the podcast, I'm just gonna have a picture of Sigmund Freud up. <laughs> Jeez, good lord! Did you see that? Uh, I guess someone took a look at the top 25 college rankings in the new NCAA game. Yeah, when the when they were, they were playing at E3. Yeah. Is- Sounding suspiciously yeah. like a sports game. I say Gus, that's Gus bringing up sports. It's talking about a video Not game. Not Jack. I'm talking about a video game. All right. Well, tell us, Gus. What did you find out? Alabama was number one. Texas Absolutely. Was, Texas was number three. Number three, and Florida was two, or who was two? Ohio State was number two. Florida's like number six, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. There yeah. we go. That's there done with go. that. Talked about a video game. Not about sports. E3 was pretty cool, I got to say. What you went to that um, Cirque du Soleil thing, right? Yeah. What was that? I still I still haven't seen it. There's, can you watch it online? Uh, you can see highlights of it yeah. on Xbox Live. There's like a 30 minute version on Xbox. Live. How long was it? 30 minute version. It was, it was like an hour and a half long. I think it was Whoa. a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are I don't, all those people dead now? Yeah. I honestly don't understand like why they call it a Cirque du Soleil event because it wasn't really like the Cirque du Soleil people doing Cirque du Soleil stuff like you would think. They more did, like, interpretive dance. But oh, they weren't, like, that. flipping and, like, <laughs> you know, like, stacking and doing, like, crazy shit. They were just, like, dancing around. And then they had some people dressed up as normal people who did a cool thing where they had a giant room built, like, about 50 feet off the ground. A living room. Like, a living room built. And there was a family in sitting on a sofa playing Connect. And then they would turn the room upside down. And the family would be, like, stuck to the sofa still playing upside down. And they would have people walk... Like on the like walk on the ceiling and shit, and but they were just looked like normal people. It wasn't like it, I didn't feel Cirque du Soleilish at all at any point to me. Okay, I but it was pretty cool. Sounds yeah, bizarre. Neat. I'm wondering how do you dress up as a normal person? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, look, look, Isn't that just, just not dressing up? Sort of like you, just me. Yeah, upside down on a ceiling. Well, they weren't wearing like a spandex bodysuit with leaves attached to it, like with most glitter, Cirque du Soleil shit. Covered yeah. in glitter. <laughs> with an enormous package. <laughs> Has anyone, did we talk about this? Has anyone ever seen a Cirque du Soleil show? I have. Not live, no. I've seen them on, like, DVD. Mm. Yeah, I'm with him. The I same s- way. I saw the uh, the Love Show in L.A. Or L.A., in Vegas. Oh, is that, that That's uh, the Beatles one. Zumani or something like that, what's it called? No, no, no that's uh, Zumanity. That's the that's the naked one. That's at New York, that's New York. That's New York, New York. No, this was... I saw uh, the Beatles Love Show, which was in Mirage. It was, it was all right. You know, we might want to explain what Cirque du Soleil is. Has it reached the point where everybody knows? What I can't is? imagine people wouldn't know what Cirque du Soleil. Is. It's yeah. a, it's like an acrobatic circus where they just do. They really do ridiculous stuff. Yeah, like a guy will grab a pole and he'll climb. He'll put his body out straight and then climb up the pole with just his arms while his body's sticking out straight. I don't know how they do this stuff. Got to be French Canadian. And why aren't they? Why aren't they like Olympic athletes? All these people, if they can do this kind of stuff, maybe they are. Maybe that's what happens to Olympic gymnasts. Yeah, when they maybe the, uh, the the climbing the pole with only your arms hasn't made it to an Olympic sport yet. <laughs> At the flagpole <laughs> event. Yes, snowboarding barely beat it out in the Winter Olympics. Speaking of climbing a pole, we saw a, a really weird pole climbing thing. Uh, the night after Cirque du Soleil, we got to go to the Activision E3 press event, which was really just like they rented out the Staples Center and had a concert. And uh, we got to see like Usher and Eminem and Rihanna and Jane's Addiction and Chris Cornell and NERD and Rhea. And it's just like a, a DJ, whoever. Z Trip and uh, Dead Mouse. But so they had all this, this, this these bands. And then at one point, about halfway through, between sets, uh, they brought out like a 75 foot tall stripper pole and then they just had a girl climb to the top of it and spin around and do like stripper moves on the stripper pole for about 10 minutes and then she just got down and went on and they started playing music again seemed so bizarrely out of place 75 feet up 
She went about 40 feet up, probably. Get out of here. It was terrifying. I was so scared she was going to fall. She'd, be, she'd have been dead in a second. But, yeah, she then spun around and did some strippery shit. Didn't take her top off or anything. But then it was over. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we'll get back to the music now. It was really bizarre. Nothing makes me think Call of Duty like a stripper 40 feet up in the air. I know. Oh, Speaking yeah. of Call of Duty, the entire time Eminem's playing, they've got, like, huge Call of Duty shit in the background. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. pretty funny. John just handed me a photo of this, and I assume we'll put this in the feed, which is very yes. cool, or in the linked up. And it's really, it looks like a stadium filled with about 10,000 people all watching one girl on a pole. It was pretty yeah, impressive. It was, it, was, it was impressive what she was doing. It just it was such a That's weird cute. fit. I just didn't understand why I, it was there. I just got a weird text holding his phone. <laughs> I'm no. all creeped out. No. 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 I mean, that was bad timing on the text. <laughs> that was bizarre. I've, right. I've been accused of something that I'm not, so whatever. <laughs> you're, you're, you're about to be accused of something else by me. Well, would you like to see the, the entirety of this? Yeah. No, no, look, no, look no. Look, gonna... look for me. Right, it's good. It's better in my head. There might be some. Kind of, there might be some liability. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so E3 was. I guess we haven't talked about it on the podcast. No, yet. no. It was pretty tremendous, though. And then the night, the next night, the NBA finals were going on. And uh, this has nothing to do with E3. But uh, Jack and I were decided we wanted to scalp tickets, which is an awesome experience if you've never scalped before. It's super kludgy, and you're you're convinced you're going to get stabbed in the in the stomach the entire time you're going through it. But uh, yeah, that was fun. We were able to scalp tickets for like three hundred and twenty bucks each. Yeah, face ticket face value was two forty, and we got tickets for three twenty apiece. It was, and so we got to watch the game six of the playoffs or the finals. But the really crazy thing was, we sit down and. People start getting up and taking pictures behind us, and we turn around and we're right below the like the skybox, which uh, it just has like a just a little piece of plexiglass about two feet up, and then it's just open air. And sitting right behind us was Michelle Obama and Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Were they Will sitting I together? Am. Uh, he was sitting a row above in front of her. Oh, okay, yeah, but they were all just, they're and, in the same box. And the kids were there too, uh, the Obama kids. It was mm-hmm. really bizarre. The president wasn't there, but so we watched the. Uh, Finals with Mrs. Obama. I hear you, uh, you and you and Flea had a moment, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. it was kind of funny. Flea was like very quiet and reserved the entire game, and then when Miss Obama left, and about there was like maybe five minutes left in the fourth quarter, she took off, yeah, probably to go do like important shit. And uh, Flea went nuts, and then he was like, <laughs> as soon as she was gone, I guess he felt it was okay for him to, <laughs> to start reacting to the game. And uh, yeah, when the game was over, he would, like high five Jack and that stuff. It was pretty cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. Cool. Like by nuts, what do you mean? What was he? Doing? Yeah, he started like yelling, like jumping and like, screaming, like, and like Boston getting into the game. Sucks, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, yeah, Boston, yeah, yeah. Boston like everybody sucks. else in the place. Yeah, like like his true fan came out when she left. I was pretty amazed that you could get tickets to what could have been the winning game of the finals. In L.A. versus Boston. That's crazy to me that you could scalp tickets. I was telling you guys beforehand, there'd be no way you'd be able to do that. For like uh, yeah, it was crazy. There were yeah. so many celebrities I thought if there, there were too. any tickets to be scalped, they'd be terrible. Like up at the back of the stadium. You know, you're back against the wall. We, or they, had, they had those two. Yeah, they had those two. Like as, as soon as – like there was a group of guys selling tickets. And I guess it's illegal in L.A. to sell tickets. And uh, as soon as they heard we had money, the prices just started falling. Like, all these guys were like, oh, no, I got good seats. Oh, I got good seats. I got good seats. And this, I was like, all right, this is all we're going to spend. Who's got the best? Our it, tickets, it's, it's, our it's tickets like, went from – we were buying a pair. They started at around 1400 Yeah. And we gained – And if we're like a back corner. It's like reverse eBay. It's yeah, like it was awesome. People trying to sell you the same thing. 
Dudes almost getting in fights over like who was going to sell us the tickets. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, and then awesome. and then yeah. the tickets we got were like printout tickets, and I was like, "Oh come on, man, these aren't even paper tickets." This guy's like, "He goes here, you can try one." So he gave me one, and I left Jeff there with the money. <laughs> so I like run to the Staples Center, and then when it actually worked, I called Jeff and told him it worked, and then he showed up. So oh, that's cool. It was yeah. very, it was kind of sketchy. What, what did y'all talk about when Jack left? Oh, uh, you know the weather. <laughs> <laughs> was he selling tickets to other people at the same time? No, while you were there with him? I, we were just hanging out like a little cafe, and uh, he was actually a really nice guy. We talked about the game a lot. That's cool. and, uh, Did you let him know you're a Boston fan? Uh, no, I. <laughs> yeah, you, you kept that quiet. Thankfully, I kept it pretty goddamn quiet the whole time. It was a. It was not a uh, I friendly. Figured, I figured you would have been a huge dickhead, <laughs> like showing up in all green. No, I watched the dude try to fight two Boston friends in front of us just because they were Boston fans, and I was just like, okay, that's, I'm not going <laughs> to go there. It was pretty bad. You know, that's and, what, that's what you should do if you show up somewhere and you're not a fan of the home team. Just be respectful. Or yeah, if you're at uh, somebody's house. <laughs> And everyone there is a certain fan. Don't be the guy at the party who's going to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm leading into a story where that's. Yeah, well, I learned my lesson. Yeah, so. Jeff, Jeff came to a, a sporting event in my house where everyone there was rooting for one team, and Jeff's idea was, well, I'm not. Root, I don't really care about either team, so I'm just going to root for the other team. And he became the asshole of the party. Essentially, everyone I did. hated him, and I've never done that since. Yeah. Except the uh, the time you did it last year at the championship game. No, no, he was rooting for Alabama. Yeah, no, yeah. That, I'm a, that, that, I'm that's a fan. So much fucking sports talk. It's unbelievable. Yeah, what's going on with that? Yeah, but this, this, is, this is good Again, stuff. This was a celebrity side. Yeah. So, Gus. What's up? E3. You didn't go. I mm-hmm. didn't go. These two went. Mm-hmm. They said it was great, wonderful E3. What is your opinion of E3 from an outsider reading the news point of view? What, uh, ha- what happened at E3? What happened at E3? A new Xbox came out. Um, Nintendo has a 3DS. And uh, Reach has uh, space battles. Would you say it's a? Would you would you say it was a good E3? I think so. Connect yeah. and move as well. Yeah. I would. Yeah, but I, I feel like I didn't hear anything about move. I feel like, mm. on, on like I don't know if it's just because I follow it more. I feel like you know the new Xbox was big news. The 3DS was big news. Obviously, it's you know new consoles or console refreshes. Those are big news. I, I don't know that anything from the Sony keynote stuck out for me. Like, can you remember anything? Uh, the EA that, stuff. That good. Kevin Butler dude was pretty like funny. Steam. Yeah, Steam. But it's like a like a sort of a kludgy version of Steam, right? It's yeah, Steamworks. Like, Steamworks, yeah. But considering like how Valve was anti PS3, and now they're like, hey, we're doing all this new shit with PS3. Yeah, they were anti Mac too. I mean, let's. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think Valve likes anything where they can put Steam on. Sure. I, I, you know, if, if given their choice, they'll learn to program for a PS3 if they don't have to go through Xbox Live. You know, I think Steam is extremely valuable to them. Absolutely. You, but I doubt that on the PS3, Steam will allow them direct sales, right? They'll probably still have to go through PSN. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? I mean, Sony is in a position where they might be willing to make certain concessions in order to get, you know, Valve making games for them. Mm-hmm. I will say there's a lot of really solid games coming out. I mean, everybody knew that anyway, but we got our hand, we got hands-on with almost every game there, and uh, every game I played felt really good and really polished. And this, like, Fable 3 was great. Yeah? I got in a lot of trouble for playing it. Yeah, dude, you... That comic was true. You whipped ass on Fable 3, too. We watched two guys, before Jeff sat down, just, like, have the worst trouble with this, this demo level they were showing off, and then Jeff sat down and just burned through it in about five minutes. Yeah, it was fun. I, yeah. I played a lot of Fable 2. Yeah, the, uh, the lady from Lionhead was very impressed by you. Thanks. I was a little underwhelmed by E3. Really? Yeah, reading everything I did. I mean, the 3DS seems like the only thing that was really announced. Well, the problem, the problem, I'll tell you, the, the, the one problem with with E3 for me this year was there, once again, is no real new IP. It was like Gears 3, 
Reach, Fable 3. Fable 3, Fallout New Vegas, Dead Rising 2. Like, there, what else? Well, I, I think if people have, you know, if they're going to break down something into a keynote, like that's the big thing everyone focuses on is a keynote, is they want to grab people's attention. Sure, absolutely. And the way you do that is with stuff they already know and are excited about. You can't, like, bring something out of left field and be like, hey, look, this is great. I will yeah. tell you one thing that was super underwhelming. At the, uh, the Activision press event, uh, which apparently they spent $6 million on, they showed the Black Ops trailer with pyrotechnics going off in sync with the trailer itself. <laughs> it that, was that crazy, awesome. dude. They it, were so we like they they were so big the pyrotechnics that we got waves of heat every time they blew off. Fuck that. Yeah. But I was, I was a little nervous. But even then the the trailer itself was kind of underwhelming. Like honestly. Like I was kind of how, uh. how can you say that? No, exactly. <laughs> no, that's the whole thing. It was just like huh. I don't know. It, I, it, I, I need to hear what you said if there weren't any live explosions. Oh there. no, no. But I mean like it seems it seems like in uh Treyarch they like whatever Infinity War did. They do their damnedest to try to match it. And you know, like they released that Eminem trailer last year for Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. That was probably one of the best trailers I've ever seen for a video game. And so, literally, Infinity War's like, okay, we need an Eminem song for our trailer. All you right, mean we, Treyarch. Yeah, excuse me. That we need an Eminem song for our, I, our trailer. In, and in their defense, I doubt it was Treyarch's decision. It's probably Activision yeah. who markets that game, yep. and yeah. they probably want to have that continuity. It's probably an intentional move to remind people that it's also Call of Duty and it's, you know, it's the same thing they know and love, just a little different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would imagine Activision is trying to play down the whole Treyarch slash Infinity War thing as much as they can. In the trailer, it's though, there's just a... just Call of Duty. But in the trailer, there's a big old splash screen that says a Treyarch production on it. Well, that's Treyarch doing that, you know. That's, I'm, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I'm sure, I'm, sh- I'm sure that, I'm sure Treyarch doesn't consider themselves to be you know, second fiddle to Infinity War, no matter what. Probably it. not. Call of Duty 5, man. Call of Duty 5. That thing is on the top ten list for Xbox Live titles played all the time. Well, you mean World of War? Yeah, World of War. Yeah, that game sold like 12 or 15 million copies. Yeah, it was a tremendous sold success. Sold a ton of copies, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 not, they're, not, they're holding their heads high when they walk out of work, I guarantee. They're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it, I guess it's right, but I'm sure it's Activision doing all that stuff. Yeah. But Activision spent all that money on that big show, and then they didn't even have a booth at E3. That's true. <laughs> they, they don't do they don't do booths at PAX either, do they? I didn't see I like I didn't see Call of Duty anywhere in E3, like on the floor anywhere. They had like four tiny meeting rooms. Like when we saw, like the I guess the really private stuff. Like when we were lucky yeah. enough to get to see Old Republic, yeah. we had to go in like a tiny little room way off the beaten path to see it. And, you know about the Hope trailer? The Hope trailer, and then also gameplay. Oh, cool. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and I, I think they did some of that stuff like by appointment. Yeah, stuff. probably. But yeah, they had no physical. They had no presence on the floor I anywhere. Didn't, we didn't see Valve either, but they were showing off Portal Two somewhere. Yeah, I didn't see Valve. Yeah, yeah that. Oh, y'all didn't go to that thing. No, no. that sucks. Dude, we were we were so packed full of stuff to do. It was just nonstop moving. What did you guys think about that uh, Hope trailer for Old Republic? Oh, that was good. I I don't. It was really good. I don't think it was as good as the first trailer. Yeah, I agree. But it was good, and so, I'm confused as to how. Essentially, a clone trooper could be such a badass. Yeah, I mean, like he was going toe to toe with Jedi or with Sith there, like it was no big deal. And he's just like, I mean, you know, I don't know. You know what else is crazy about that to me is that is that a clone trooper? This is the old Republic, so why would it be a clone trooper? Yeah, am, is... I, am I confused what the old Republic is? No, the, the old Republic takes place like a thousand years before the movie, yeah. so I that's technically not a clone trooper, I guess. If it's not, why does he look just like Jango Fett? Right. Oh, all right. See you, Bernie. Bye, Bernie. Bye, Bernie. Bye. I'm, uh, I'm going to the building. So, oh, right, cool. Okay. Take photos. Okay. So Bernie had to leave to go to the new building. And now yeah. the shit talk starts. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I like the trailer. I probably agree with you. I think uh, I thought that, I thought it was really well done, but I think I liked the last one, the Deception trailer, more. Yeah, but set such yeah, a high that trailer, dude. Yeah. 
so amazing. I will say the gameplay is awesome, though, and it's go- it's a gorgeous-looking game. I'm so jealous. Yeah, they had hands-on there. We didn't get a chance to play hands-on, though, because we were, we were trying to meet, like, a deadline or something. I forget what yeah, we, I were, we were running the whole time we were there. But, yeah, it was a crazy trip, and uh, there was, like, the celebrities were out in force. Like, everywhere we went, there was just, like, famous person after famous person. It was kind of nuts. To the point where we even saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at In-N-Out. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the last days we were going to the airport. We stopped at In-N-Out. It was almost like L- ridiculous. Yeah, it was like L.A. It was like, okay, here's one more. Just finish it off. <laughs> it so. was like, every time you turned around, I'd be like, oh, there's Ethan from Lost. Oh, hey, that's, there's Nathan Fillion. Oh, that's Zachary Levi, dude, who's actually a really nice guy. Yeah, Zach, we talked to Zachary Levi for about 20 minutes. He's he's cool. That's uh, Chuck from Chuck, right? Yeah, yeah. and also he's in that new uh, Tangled movie. Yeah. He's, he's the, the lead in that. That's cool. And, uh, but the best celebrity sighting for me was Coco. <laughs> Ice-T's Ice Ice-T. Ice-T's life. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked to, like, we talked to all the Microsoft guys. Like, we talked to uh, Step 2 and E for a while. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was I, a good event. I'd never met Step 2 before. He's a nice guy. Everybody was really nice. Yeah. Except for Jeff. He was kind of a dick. Yeah, well, Sounds like everyone had a wonderful time. A good time was had by all. Lots of alcohol was consumed. So did you see that? You know, remember when we were at PAX East, um, Meg64 was recording like their dance party thing there. They they finally put that online. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I love when they do that. You're the hood, right? Yeah, I'm the hood. And <laughs> Jeff, Jeff makes a brief cameo at the end. Red versus the blue. I remember yeah. doing that, actually, while they were filming. I, <laughs> these guys are so funny. I always try to, like... It, it, it inconvenience them in any way when they're filming. I don't know why, but uh, yeah. So I was uh, I kept walking <laughs> back and forth in front of the camera while Rocco was trying to film and getting as close to it as possible so I'd obscure anything he was trying to film. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates it. Oh, I know he does. Well, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, you want some more good photos for your link dump stuff? Yeah, please send me anything you got. Uh, Did you see the news? I don't think we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, did you see the news the other day that Microsoft is going to launch a Xbox Live Gold family plan? Dude, that is fantastic. Yeah. It's up to four gamer tags. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's up to four gamer tags on gold status for a year for $99. Right. That's awesome because I already have two, which is, you know, Griffin and it's I. It's 100 bucks and already. Yeah, now I can add million for free, essentially. Yeah, and have, like, Isaac. And have your cat have one or something. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I think that's really cool. And it's really smart of them mm-hmm. to do that. They really do seem to be uh, making a a lot of inroads in the family gaming market, which is you know es- essentially all that Connect is, and uh, you're not going to see it in any core games for a while. Right. But like, I guarantee you, on day one, I'm going to be playing Connectimals with my daughter for like five <laughs> hours. She asks to watch the trailer every day when we get like when she gets home from school. Like, she does she understand? Does she understand time enough to know like how long away it is until it comes out? Uh, her time exists in birthdays. So she knows it's after her birthday but before mommy's next birthday. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. When, when does Connect come out? Is it November? November 4th, I believe. Yep. Yeah, November 4th. Launching with 15 titles. Still have not announced the price yet. And right now, they're, they're leaning towards 150 is what everyone's saying because supposedly the actual device itself costs $150 to make. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, you know, when consoles launch, they're always loss leaders. You know, they take a little bit of a hit on it. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. And what then a- after they manufacture for about 18 months, they'll have that cost down, probably in half. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, E3 was awesome. It was always fun to go out there and see, like, a bunch of these press people that, you know, we email all the time and stuff and actually get to see them face-to-face and prove to them that we're not douchebags. 
Was well, one of us proved that. Did y'all get yeah. to see any of uh, the Metal Gear Solid Rising other than what was at the keynote? No, no. we just saw it at the keynote. <laughs> it was weird. You, it's weird. You were underwhelmed by that, weren't you, Joe? I, did, did, I thought it, it looked pretty cool. It didn't do much for me. Yeah, I'm not that blown away, but we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. It's fucking it's Metal Gear. When he, when he sliced the car in half or the van in half, that was pretty It was sick. funny when he was slicing water. The water, yeah. that, that made me laugh. That right was now. that was legitimately funny. It made me think of the old uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 trailer. Where uh, he's like sneaking around, and remember it was on the PS2. He's like sneaking around in a box in a room full of dudes. And, oh, like, they yeah. all turn around at the same time. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, was that when does that game come out? Do you know? Uh, I don't next know year, said. probably. Yeah, probably sometime next year. Hmm. The the slicing mechanics seemed cool. It's uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I've never seen gameplay. seen anything yeah. quite like that before. What, what was it? Something Zon or Zon something? It was slice and take or something or cut and take. Oh yeah, something like that. Zandan, yeah. I forget what it was. Oh yeah, we did the we did the uh, the live uh, the live vlog too for the first time the achievement hunter live vlog. I, I followed the achievement hunter live vlog. Did you enjoy it? In progress, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. It seemed like people dug it. The comments were pretty well for it. So I was not able to participate much because my phone is slow as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff decided not to. I had my laptop. That's why I was kind of pounding through everything. But Jeff just had his phone, and it was sad. Yeah, we should set sad. up. Mm, that's interesting. So I guess okay. I don't want to get into too many technical details, but I can think of ways around that. I think no. It was actually it was set up really well for the phone. It was just it was slow. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It was just like I push send. But th- and then... th- there should be. Oh, I see. Okay, there should be a way you can. You can send data without having to read. Like you weren't reading the live blog, were you? Jeff? No, no. no we, okay, we, have, okay. we have a back end gotcha. viewer okay. thing. Yeah, I've never. It's it's a new thing, so I haven't even yeah. looked at it yet. Okay, but that's cool. It's designed very well by Ben, though. Yeah, that's great. He kind of did it last second too, right? He yeah. did it in like his one. It's the, how it always is with Ben, you know. You ask him for something that you think is going to be really hard, and he goes, "Give me five minutes," and then in three minutes you have it. <laughs> you know? That's great. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll be doing more stuff like that in the future. If we get invited, I don't know if we do like a PAX keynote or something. So not, not us, but what are you looking at over there, guys? I just saw this. I added this to my link to my stuff to talk about, but I didn't. I don't think I ever looked at this. I guess there's a there was a new I am alive trailer. Was there? Yeah. Did, I didn't did, see that did anywhere. Y'all, did y'all see any Ubisoft stuff while y'all were out there? Uh, Assassin's yeah. Creed was out there. Yeah. Now, this is new. Huh. I guess uh, they pushed the release date to spring 2011. And then the game was initially, when we saw it last year, it was supposed to come out in, like, March 2010. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's exciting. I'll have and to I, watch that after the podcast. From what I've gathered from the last trailer, it's like a post or like an actual apocalyptic game where like so there's some major disaster, like an earthquake in Chicago or something, and you have to escape. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. It's like a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah. <laughs> run, run away from the special effects. <laughs> you saw 2012. Did we talk about that on the oh, podcast? I think we yeah. probably did, yeah. yeah. It was like a terrible. Good thing we weren't standing there for five seconds ago. Yeah. So did you hear about that dude who got arrested in Pakistan for hunting Osama bin Laden? That dude is fascinating, man. I read the Time, Ar- Time article on it. That guy is, man, he, uh, he should consult for the military. That dude was uh, able to get in and out of Pakistan like six times over three years and make some real headway towards finding Osama bin Laden, not get killed, not get taken for, you know, because, like, journalists were even talking about how they've tried to do that, and they just get taken for a ride and get all their money essentially fleeced by (laughs) by people in Pakistan that are like, yeah, I can take Osama bin Laden. And uh, also he has, like, he's on, like, dialysis or something, too. Like, he's got kidney problems. And so, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty impressive. And the dude was like a, was he a construction worker who just decided he was going to kill Osama bin Laden? God, it's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. So, did he, did he speak the language or anything? No, or? he also doesn't speak the language. God. He was there, dressed as an American, running through the woods, 
not speaking, I think he speaks like four or five words of Urdu, or Urdi, I think is what it's called. And uh, he's got major health problems, and he was able to get fairly close to Osama bin Laden, they think. Like, he thinks he saw him. But he wasn't able to do anything about it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think that's literally crazy. Like, (laughs) that might be like the actual clinical definition of crazy. Yeah. Um, Well, I want to wrap things up. I don't want to go too long today because, you know, we're editing in a new... A new format. I mean, you're, of, you're editing. I'm not, editing not a new yeah, format for the Enhanced Podcast and everything. But uh, before we wrap up, I do want to talk about what's on your desk over there behind you. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. That's a great call. There's two things we should talk about. Fans are awesome lately. Oh, yeah. uh, so somebody heard about our Duvel trouble, this guy Nick Robinson. So he asked if he could send us his favorite liquor. And I was like, yeah, I guess. This dude, I guess, is from the mountains. <laughs> he must be from like a coal mining town or something. He sent us. Uh, I'm very excited about it and kind of scared. He sent us uh, moonshine, essentially. <laughs> um, let me grab him with us. Wait, so he heard our Duvel troubles and sent you and Gus alcohol? Well, he doesn't. Like <laughs> you. How did that happen? Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. Jeff's Duvel troubles are my Duvel troubles as well. <laughs> so uh, he sent something called Fighting Cock Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 103 proof. Oh, <laughs> Let me see that. It's terrifying. Dude, don't hold that around open flame. And then he said something that... That's the softball one. This one looks even worse. This is Virginia corn whiskey, and it's called Virginia Lightning, and it is 100% <laughs> proof, and the logo is a still. That's awesome. <laughs> Good God. It's made in... It's made on Belmont Farms of Virginia in Culpeper, Virginia. We, we should have a race, you and I. 50% alcohol by volume. You take one bottle, I take the other, and see <laughs> no. if you can drink it faster. God, God damn, dude. I just want to see you do a shot of that. This is this one here, this fighting cock, is 51.5% alcohol by volume. Dude, that's insane. And it was very, very nice of him to send it. Typical, po- typical liquor is 40%, like your vodka, yeah. your gin, stuff like that. I've, done, I've had moonshine twice previously in my life, and both were... Extremely memorable experiences. So. so essentially, that stuff, that moonshine you're holding there, it's like Everclear, right? Uh, yeah, it's I think like, it's like a it's more like powerful a gr- a version alcohol. of Everclear. Everclear, I think, has a higher higher uh, alcohol by volume. Than 100 proof? Yeah, I think so. I lost my virginity on Everclear. <laughs> Do you remember any of it? Uh, yeah, but I... Man, it was... They also, it was these two girls, and they kept giving me pills, too. And I, they never would tell me what the pills were. They just kept making me take them. I have not, to this day, I don't know what they were. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Everclear and pills. Do you your kidney? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Jesus. It was in America, right? It, yeah. It was okay, good, it was okay. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's like most uh, most Teenage Boys fantasy. You banged it out the first try? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good times. Well, was there something else you want to talk about? You say you want to talk about two things? Oh, and then also, um, there's a, a guy named Elliot... From what is it? Flashover Games. That sounds right. Who uh, hears this bitch about video games all the time, not being able to get early copies of games all the time, and he like owns his own like online video game store, and so he has graciously decided to donate free games to us. So he uh, every time new games are coming out, he's gonna he's gonna he, s- send us a couple. He's not a very good businessman, is he? No, <laughs> he sells video games and he's giving them away for free just to us because he likes. Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter. He's oh, a fan. Cool. That was really nice of the guy. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, the least I could do is throw a nod his way, and you can link them his uh, website. If I can find it. We'll see. Flashover Games is what is FlashoverGames.com, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he even got a URL mention. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'll, I'll, send, I'll send him a bill. You know how much people pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Yeah, but that's all I got this week. All right, cool. 
Well, uh, I'm looking forward to editing this enhanced podcast and, and hating it in about two or three hours. Oh, you yeah, know yeah. what? I got one little thing. We went out to dinner last night, like a company dinner. You did not attend, Gus. Nah, fuck that. And we went to Moonshine, and uh, I'm going to say it was not very good. I don't like Moonshine. Yeah. I remember liking it a lot more in the past, so that's our food talk for the week. Oh, yeah, shit. I was disappointed in Moonshine this time. Speaking of that, we should fight some lunch. Yeah, we should yeah. totally eat. All right. Well, uh, if anyone else wants to say anything, is it Jack? You good? I'm good. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Toodles.